0: What's your weird story?
1: Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I'm your host, Barry Johnston. And with me, as always, is my counterpart, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, Adam?
0: Hey, I am doing all right. Thank you for asking. Hello, Weirdsville how are you guys
1: uh i hope that everyone is feeling um a little bit chipper and uh and i'm hoping that uh you've got uh an open mind for unidentified flying objects and uh things of that nature because that's kind of what we're going to talk about today
0: yeah yeah we got uh some cool stuff we're going to discuss, um, but uh, completely off-topic, real quick here. Um, Barry, you did recommend me via text uh, to check out that, the Son of Sam oh, yeah. uh, documentary on Netflix. Okay, yeah. What'd you think, and dude? What'd you think? I watched that, and, uh, you know, I... Uh, I, Man, that was wild. Yeah. Uh, it's wild, so... It is wild. I don't know if anybody out there uh, has... You know, watched it or not, but definitely check it out. But um, we can give a kind of a brief rundown of it, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a, um, it's really, it's quite fascinating. So you thought that you knew everything about the story of Son of Sam, you know, David Berkowitz, this guy, you know, deranged serial killer. And had some sort of affinity for Satanism or something like that, and ran around New York and just killed a bunch of random people. Which, by the way, I think what that documentary really did, man, for me anyway, is it really helped put that time into context.
0: Yes, yes. You know, like
1: there was no fucking social media.
0: No, no. You know, the mid 70s, man, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, New York was a real it was a much worse place. Yes. Uh and it was a really violent place and a very, you know, powder keggy kind of place and it's not a place you would want to go and visit all the time. Yeah. You know, like we do now. Um you know, but like uh yeah, that summer um whenever uh this all of those were going down. I guess it was a couple years that it happened, but Yeah. Um, it, yeah, man, like you know f- it, like it was just it, Fear was just yeah. you know, crazy. And you know, you can go and you can look at like how the newspapers were propping it up and propagating and really churning that fear up again and you know, and they admitted, you know, they were doing it to sell papers. Sure. So just
1: you know I not mean, not unlike today's social media, Yeah,
0: you yeah know. exactly. So, you know, that stuff's not new, man. That stuff's not right. new. That goes back all the way, you know, to sell yeah. People are trying to hype things up to sell stuff, you know, or now we've got like a lot of clickbait, you know, to something that's taken out of context and you click on it and it has nothing to do with anything. So, yeah, but uh, but they were, you know, they were, you know, amplifying or magnifying the, uh, you know, the fear that was generally felt. And then, you know, so they finally, you know, they tracked down uh, David Barkowitz and they arrest him yeah and uh, he starts, you know being weird. and I mean, he was weird before, obviously, but he starts you know just saying all these you know things and with his notes and or the the letters that the son of Sam sent in, and how this guy who wasn't a uh, uh, well Maury Terry well, that was his name
1: I think that's correct the reporter he there was one yeah. particular re- reporter that was trying to get to the bottom of the case where the 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 uh, you know and understandably so the police department just wanted this thing to go away yeah they wanted to catch the guy and they wanted it to go away and he wanted to dig deeper to see what was going on because all of his letters that he would write they had these really cryptic deep sort of like symbolisms and things like that and he was trying to the reporter was trying to figure out what it all meant that's kind of where the documentary that's where the uh, that's the angle that this thing goes in and um it was his life's work this this yeah. this reporter's life's work to try to put the pieces together and no one would listen to him nobody wanted yeah. to listen to him and it was just fascinating man I because I, I never really heard any of the extra stuff.
0: No, no, I hadn't either. I'd heard before that there was, you know, people had thought that Berkowitz wasn't the one who did it or he had help or whatever. But this goes, this guy, man, he starts digging and he finds all these threads. And if they're not all connected, man, you know, I don't, I mean, still there, it's amazing, interesting, you know, speculative threads that he took down that goes into like, you know, the occult and into um, and Satanism and all, but also like variations on uh, on what was it the uh, process church, but uh, right. Uh, I think as a something that branched off like Scientology, I believe, but just you know all this weird stuff, and it went into like you know basically a giant conspiracy theory. Yeah, and you know, I mean, nobody like you said, nobody really would go with him all that far, yeah. you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, he spent forever. He wrote a book and it was a huge book that was, it was a big in the, uh, satanic panic era. Right. And he was all over TV and, um, yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, yeah, I think
1: part of the issue, uh, then they bring it up in the movie. The part of the issue that the, that the gentleman had, that the reporter had was he had an opportunity to, um, to, Uh, get him on camera and ask, you know, in an interview, ask Mm -hmm. him all these questions. And I don't think he helped his case much because it looked like he was kind of leading him down these roads, you know, that you didn't necessarily have to do. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. So that was part of his struggle. It was that... He was trying to get the message out. He had put all this stuff together. He was trying to get David to confirm all this stuff that he may not have known anything about. I mean, I yeah. think that if 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 I'm if I if I'm understanding the movie correctly, I think they used day if if it's believed what this thing has happened is true. I think that they used him as just just a, a an arm of the the group or whatever that was right. trying to facilitate their murders and things like yeah. that so he may not have known what was yeah. going on so i don't want to give everything away about it but it was it was good man and you guys should watch it if you if you're interested in that kind of stuff man it is quite fascinating also Reminded me of what it was like to grow up in the sa- satanic panic days mm-hmm. of the 80s where it was really that was at its height and it's understandable now looking back how we could have got there because, yeah. you know, like the Salem witch trials you know, that you know, obviously there's a lot going on with that. Um, but we were operating from a place of fear, man. I mean, we didn't have the ability to know all the stuff that we know now. Yeah. Um, and you, and now you fast forward, you know, however many years, 45 years or more six, um, you know, Ozzy Osbourne has become a lovable father figure in reality TV show. It's brought down a lot of the curtain of, Ooh, you know, spooky, yeah. scary people or just normal people. Yeah. Um, but at that time it wasn't that way. It was your children are being brainwashed. They're, they're worshiping Satan. We must save everyone, you know?
0: Yeah. And at the same time, you know, we were still in the Cold War. Right. So there was the nuclear rain, nuclear death was always looming from the Russians and the commies, you right. know? And, you know, so that was, I mean, we were already hyped up, intense about yeah. that. Because I can remember some of those, yeah, you know, some of that. You know, and all of the of the, the Cold War era stuff, and of course, you know that when that ended, you know, I mean, wasn't too terribly long after the whole satanic panic kind of stuff faded out as well, yeah. um, Towards the end of the 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 eighties and early nineties, so like, yeah, man, it was just you know, but yeah, you're right. You can see how culturally we got there because of just you know you know just you know heightened fear in yeah. general and 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 all these cr- all this crazy stuff that was going on right you know and and in uh, general
1: everything. generally we just didn't have the way to uh to uh to speak to to each other like everything yeah. everything came through the news that was yeah. your only lifeline to what was happening around the world, yeah which is yep. so weird to think about, but it really was kind of like the dark ages in a way, you know it was like we were all just sort of operating in this way that was totally, you were at the mercy of whoever's feeding you the information. And so, and that's kind of where shit went, you know. And, and, and I think everyone at that time was a victim, at least where we grew up, uh, certainly in the Bible Belt. We were a victim uh, uh, to that. I certainly was in some way. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, d- yeah. Me just, too. Dude. Yeah. Just because of uh, music choices or, or what have you, book choices or, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. But but it was uh, it was an interesting time, and it, and it really that movie I think the documentary really does kind of help put that into perspective because you could imagine trying to walk around you know New York City, which is a you're talking about a city of eight million people stacked on top of each other, the surrounding areas. And a madman running around, and you don't know if you're going to be next. Um, yeah, that just must have been a hell of a time to be a New Yorker, um, yeah. you know. And um, but crazy stuff. Great, great film. Um, great, great documentary series. Just uh, check it out if you can. And um, yeah, good stuff.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, check out the uh, the Elisa Lamb. Uh, documentary series that they did. Oh, yeah, did. that one, too. That was another good one. That was. Um, if you're into the true crime and and also the, how that inter- exploded into a conspiracy and all those, you know, all these things and what can happen with, you know, again, with media and with people, uh, you know, trying to solve the case from home, but right. just by reviewing Video right. and you know, and all this stuff. And I mean, it's great, it's a great and it's a very interesting case. Yeah. Um, and I had heard the first time I heard about it was, um, it was either on a podcast or on YouTube, a YouTube video, but they were talking about this thing called the elevator game. Um, which is like apparently, and of course, they didn't talk about this in the uh, in that ducky series, but yeah. uh, the elevator game was apparently—it's th- probably a Reddit thing where you um, push a series of buttons on the elevator, and it has to have so many buttons and it has to be in such an, such order. And that's what she people thought she was doing, right? You know, and what you would what would do is like you could—if you did it, you would, um, you know, activate some kind of you know. Parallel. Portal or something. Portal. Universe portal. Something like that. Yeah. And like, you know, if you go off, uh, if you get off at the wrong floor, um, or you look outside and you see somebody and they'll, they'll try to beckon you out and you know, all this stuff. It's crazy stuff, which I think, and I think it may have been, you know, something that was made up purposely to be scary, but uh, you know, fit in with that particular yeah. case, and and just add to the whole legend of it. So yeah, that's also worth you know checking out. Um, Netflix yeah. has been putting out some really cool yeah uh, true crime type uh, docu series.
1: Definitely, oh. man. Definitely, there's a lot out there. And uh, there was another one I was I was gonna tell you about. I didn't know if you saw it, but it was the guy. <clears throat> I think it's on Netflix. Is the guy that did the um, he was the Dexter killer. Did you see that? No, no. He tried to. Um, this dude from Canada, of all places, uh, he tried to like lure these people into a, a garage that he mm. had rented, and he was like super, super into Dexter and that mm-hmm. whole thing. But he was also a filmmaker,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he was trying to make a film about a Dexter type serial killer. Yeah, and but he really did. He killed. I think he killed maybe a couple of people. Um, yeah. But it's really good too. So if you, if you get a chance to check that out, it's good.
0: Yeah. I haven't, hadn't seen that, but I had, I've heard the uh, last podcast on the left did a series on him. Okay. And I can't remember his name, but I do remember all yeah. of those things. And yeah. it, was, it wild. was wild. Yeah. Wow. Wild, yeah.
1: That's cool. Awesome, so, man. Let's get to, uh, let's talk about some UFOs, man.
0: Yeah, man. Let's, let's move away from this earthly terror into some unearthly, uh, kind of things, potentially unearthly things, we you know, we don't know, we're yeah, we eat. don't know,
1: We, do, which is we what's great.
0: Know. We're gonna speculate
1: and say whatever we want because we can at this point,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've always had that ability, that's the great thing about podcasts. Um, but yeah, we can definitely, uh, we're definitely going to be going down a lot of speculation in our thoughts, uh, today, so so yeah, so where do we where do we begin when we talk yeah. about this, you know because yeah. like there was the recent uh interview with uh, uh the guys on uh sixty minutes uh-huh. you know that just happened and then um you know, I mean, this stuff's been popping up in the news with all the leaked video and right. you know and all of that stuff so. yeah,
1: yeah, and we get you know what too is uh just before we started. Rolling this afternoon, I was, uh, I caught a clip actually funny enough of Obama, president, former president Obama. Um, someone was asking him about what he knew about UFOs and aliens. He, he refused to remark on the aliens bit of it, mm-hmm. but he did say that, yeah, he's like, there are, and there were things in his, you know, cause some of this stuff happened during his time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was like, "Yeah, there was stuff that that we just didn't know what it was, yeah. and it's out there. and We still don't know what it is."
0: Yeah, I thought and that's that was, about as straight as answer as you're going to get. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just crazy. Just and we talked before in uh, text messages and stuff. Just, this is just such a strange time to be alive, man. Mm-hmm. To see this kind of come to fruition. So, um, and I think that's good. I think that's um, we're being challenged. As a species to really go deep here so uh, yeah where do you start you know so we talked a little bit about um, maybe the history of where we started with um, putting together uh, these different units and things in the government to start this uh, investigation and stuff
0: Yeah, so this is kind of a, this is a overview, and it is very thin. Uh, We haven't tackled every single thing, and we've done a lot of research where, you know, that's not typically our style for the show. But we did a little bit of poking around to, you know, just kind of get our thoughts and what we know in our brains to, you know, be like a little bit more accurate Yeah. uh, in our kind of as we drive down this this lane here um so okay so you could kind of i guess a good place to start would be um new mexico 1947
1: yeah okay you know yep that, for sure. and
0: uh that is the roswell incident
1: yep that's the first one that really what i mean that was huge huge yep. and and if i remember correctly um it, it came out that it was like, oh, an uh, unidentified flying object had crashed. Yep. And then quickly turned to, oh, it was just a weather balloon.
0: Yes. And yes. Yes. That's where we got the first, it was a weather balloon. Um, uh, but yeah, that that happened in, um, I believe it was, yeah, July 8th. It was when the press release first went out that they were recovered a flying disc from uh, the uh, from near Roswell, and it was the uh, the Air Force or Army airfield. They were still the Army uh, air people, I guess they weren't Air Force just yet. Right, but uh, but yeah, they they put out that press release like you said, and then immediately the next day changed it to say no, no, it was a it was a a weather balloon project, and they ran with that story for a long time. Um, and then, of course, you know, I mean, there's so much so much speculation on, you know, whether there were survivors. Yeah. Because uh, there was a lot of people that said they saw bodies. That's um, right. You know, and there and they were small bodies that, you know, some people thought they were children. Yep. Um, you know, and all of that stuff was taking to uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton Ohio. Yep. Um, according, you know, to, you know, the story, um, you know, so like that, you know, I mean there and of course Roswell, you know, honestly, Roswell wasn't a big thing for it was almost forgotten about for, you know, like about 20 30 years right. and then it started kind of popping up in the 70s and definitely big time in the 80s. Sure, um, you know, whenever A lot of the uh, UFO stories came started
1: coming
0: back into popularity.
1: I can remember um, unsolved mysteries or somebody running a mm -hmm. story on Roswell, and they were. I remember it was one of the first things I had seen interviews with, like retired army officials Mm -hmm. that were talking about the pieces of uh, metal that they uh, were. Uh, looking at because it was... They said it w- It looked aluminum-like, but, like, you would fold it and then it would pop back into its original form. And mm-hmm. and they had seen all these, like, hieroglyphic sort of markings and stuff on, on some of the metal. And that yeah. was... I think that really was, like, for me as a kid, was like, oh, my God, this is some crazy stuff they're talking about. What if it's true, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I, one of the people... Uh, who uh, was telling all of that? A lot of those stories, especially in that time, yeah. uh, was the son of one of the guys who went and collected all the materials, and um, he, yeah, he was the one that was talking about like the hieroglyphics, and right. the the properties, the bizarre properties of this metal. Yeah, it was super light and could crumple up, and then it would like, I don't, I don't remember if it was like you had to put like electricity on it and it would go back to normal or if it would just go back to normal and it was like memory metal. Right. That kind of a thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that, that, you know, and other people uh, have talked about that too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah. so and he, yeah, he's not the only one.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There's, I mean, and there's tons of, you know, obviously there are tons of theories about it. There are the ones that uh, have been issued where there were weather balloons or it was a high altitude espionage balloon that had crashed um there are other you know theories that it was a, a Russian uh craft of some sort uh, that was supposed to like mislead us or whatever and they sure. had put um, they had put a, 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 I mean I guess without being too delicate they had put mis, you know uh, misshapen children or you know right. physically, yeah handicapped children in it and that's what the the supposedly the bodies were um you know and i i mean i don't think that i mean i know there was a lot of psyops going on at the time yeah um but i don't think that was uh i don't i don't i don't don't really buy into that one particularly too much as as to what it was yeah but you know but yeah so that's that's where it was a lot of it got started um you know, and the one of the first, I think it was the first official UFO investigation units, and uh-huh. I guess the first one, maybe uh, the first one I can find here on uh, just doing a very quick uh, bump around uh, is um, Project Sign. Okay, um, and that was it looks like that was active from nineteen forty seven to forty nine. Okay, um, and that would have been the one right after. The uh, Roswell, right. you know that that would have been the one that would have been put together um, to figure out what these things were, you know sure. if they were, you know, and the court, you know, mainly the, you assess the threat that right these things possess, and um, and that's the official uh, language that right. a lot of these are being written into, and that's why they get funded as as the what kind of uh, threat do these things right. that we don't know uh, these UFOs UAPs. You know, I'd be curious what they pose I, for this for the for the country. And the I nation. would be
1: really interested interested to find out if there was anything before that. I mean, I know we may not ever find that out, but I just wonder if we if we knew about something before then or if that was if Roswell was an excuse to sort of go, OK, let's do this because now it's it, the the words got out. So let's just do it. Let's just do it now. Let's form a thing. I don't know. It's just well, my speculation. but
0: I, There might have been because, I mean, Roswell wasn't the first time that there was a flying saucer, quote-unquote, or a UFO um, that had been seen because the UFOs had been um, in the public idea before with the, in the flying saucer incident. Um, and that was around the same time. Roswell was – a blip and then it was forgot about for a long time by the public right and then um but ufo hysteria had been i mean we know that people have been talking thinking about there was life on other planets before right and there's you know that you they've been seeing things in the sky way back forever and ufos were a thing and um you know like you know things like flying saucers and stuff would go back to the Middle Ages that at least we know, probably further.
1: Right.
0: Um, The first publicized sighting um, by Kenneth Arnold uh, was on June 24, 1947. um, That popularized the term flying saucer. And he described the... It wasn't even the description of the vehicle um, uh, that was a saucer shape, but but he described it as moving like a saucer skipping across a lake top. Hmm. So it had that, this kind of, I guess how it was, uh, if you threw a saucer, which I didn't know that this, we threw rocks, skipped yeah. rocks off the lake. So I didn't know people skipped saucer. Yeah, I never heard of that. You know, but, uh, that's what he described it as. That's the movement. That's, that's where the term flying saucer really came from. But oh, I wow. mean, you go back, you know, to like, was it was the 19th, it was the 1930s, I want to say like 38 or whatever, when, when Orson Welles's um, Ah, uh, War of the Worlds program yeah. was on the radio, and you know it, the way it was presented. If you've never listened to that, is very yeah. interesting um, because it's it's way conceptually way ahead of its time. Yeah, they present this narrative in the story, but then they break it up with these fake radio programs where they'll be playing some music of the time, and then have the fake news announcer come in. And so what would happen was people would be tuning in from. Other stations, not knowing that this was the program, right? And then hearing the fake news, yeah, right, and and freak, freaking out, mass hysteria, yeah, created, yeah, because of that program, yeah, and on the radio, sure. you know, again, so
1: yeah, why wouldn't you freak out? I certainly yeah. would,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So so, yeah, so anyway, well, there was uh, um, Project Sign, and then there was a very short – that ended in, um, I think, like, 49. Then there was uh, Project Grudge, and then um, uh, Project Blue Book. Okay. Uh, and that's the one where they really started to get into it. Um, that's the one that, like, uh, you know, they, they they had a lot of the uh, – the government funding and they were a official um, you know yeah investigation right and um, you know and, and that that ran from um, uh, March 1952 to December 17th, 1969 and they investigated all sorts of stuff and they had um, I mean you know like uh, I'm trying to think uh, they, I mean they did it all you know, yeah, um, they did all of the uh, any kind of report, and there were tons of reports because in the 40s and 50s, there's you know, just this, and in, in so much into the 60s, there was a, a mass craze about UFOs. Everybody right. was talking about UFOs, it wasn't just the weirdos believing in them, people will be seeing them, and they were huge, it was all over, right? You know, it's in the public consciousness, yeah, and so people, so that's why this group this government organization was officially um put together and um i think it was, was it J. and heineck was that the guy who was the uh, who was in charge and was um or was it uh yeah this is this is us you know not preparing very well um but um Yes, J. Allen Hynek was the scientific uh, – Dr. J. Allen Hynek was a scientific uh, consultant on it, and he was an astronomer. So he was the guy that was ultimately um, um, the one who would like classify the cases and, and, and say, well, it's swamp gas, or it's this, it's that, it's the other. Uh, and apparently he had been part um, – uh, he had worked with Project Sign and Project Grudge. Okay. Um, so yeah, he was the one who was the biggest skeptic of all, and he would the one who um, initially, you know, was the one who would, who said, you know, Get, find an excuse mm. for what right people were seeing. You know, um, you know, swamp gas or um, some kind of atmospherical light, ball lightning, you know, stuff like that. Nothing, you know, misidentified. Airplane, something, just anything, but, um, a actual, you know, some kind of, you know, unearth, unearthly, you know, or not of this earth type craft. Sure. Um. Well, um,
1: you know, did you ever hear about the Richard Nixon, uh, uh, Jackie Gleason story?
0: I you so know,
1: okay so apparently Go
0: ahead and tell that because I I've, I've heard something like it but apparent, I'm not sure
1: apparently yeah. this is coming I just pulled this story up and I'd heard it a couple of weeks ago um and this was taken from a story from the Inquirer now obviously it's the Inquirer but um it was um one of Jackie Gleason's uh, ex-wives okay and she tells a story about how uh Richard Nixon had invited Jackie Gleason to uh, Homestead Air Force Base in Florida mm-hmm. to view embalmed aliens. Wow! And and then now also uh, in Nixon's official diary, he confirms that he did meet Jackie Gleason in Florida in 1973. Oh, wow. And what's wild about it is, is that apparently Jackie Gleason built a house that looks like a UFO. Really? Yeah. It's like freaking crazy. Like he was, and I didn't know this about Jackie Gleason, but he was totally into aliens and UFOs. Wow. And like, you know, he had said that, um, I remember the story that I had heard, It was on a podcast. Um, it was that he saw the bodies and mm-hmm. they look like children to him and then as he got closer he realized that oh shit these aren't kids like these are different beings and um was just a crazy story that i wanted to throw out there because i'd never heard of that and then i heard that story and i was like what i'd never never heard anything about it but pretty crazy um you know, and, and again, there have been sightings, UFO sightings throughout history. I mean, if you go look at some of the cave, you know, drawings from caveman times, they have these discs that they draw on the caves. And um, mm-hmm. so it, it's 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 a part of our, um, our sort of uh, our story, our human story in a lot of ways. These things that there's no telling how long they've been around, maybe before we were here. Um, and that's 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 the most fascinating thing about this whole idea of um, where we're at because we have the technology now. The the you know you talk about these 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 groups that were formed to look into these things back in the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties. No one had a cell phone or like. A camera on them all the time. we didn't have the technology that we've gotten out, and especially with the airplanes. now they're equipped with all these like sonar and radar and you know all the different gadgets that they can record things on, which is why I think we're starting to see these things now because we have the ability to film them, and um you know now we're getting all the footage that you know that we're that we're getting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's we've the people have always been seeing things in the sky, and you know we not knowing what they are, uh, whether it's some kind of uh, you know lights moving strangely at night or you know something in the daytime. Like I, you know, I, I remember reading about. Um, in the West, in the, you know, the, the Wild West era, so like the late 1800s and early 1900s, even, how there were these cigar-shaped uh, airships, you know, these mysterious airships that were seen um you know, all around. And uh, there was one, uh, you know, in Texas where there was an actual crash and there was a survivor from the airship who looked, you know, different from everybody else. And they thought he'd, he'd been, dis, I guess, disfigured in the crash. Yeah. And uh, he had been buried there. And uh, I guess there was some kind of radiation uh, coming from him because it would kill the plants in the area that he was buried around. But uh, wow. Yeah, so that that became a you know a, that story became more well known, and uh, people would go there to that small Texas town looking for the grave. And so v- initially, or eventually, rather, they um, they you know they hid the grave. Basically, they got rid. I guess they removed the headstone and, and made it where people wouldn't be bothering right uh, the 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 pilot you know right. as it was known. So right. yeah. Wow. You know, but I mean, and, you know, there's crazy things like that were happening in the 50s. There was a famous incident where there was a UFO flyover of the White House. Right. Um, I mean, there's so many cases yeah. and, it, you know, evidential and otherwise cases that people talk about and these mysterious things that have happened. And, you know, that just people just brush off. Yeah. And have been brushing off. Forever, because, right. you know, it doesn't jive with what we know. You know, we can't ex- almost to a degree of we can't accept the fact that if we don't know what it is. We can't accept it. So it doesn't exist. That kind of a thing. That's, that's right. more comforting, I suppose.
1: Sure. Um, One of the things I'm pretty like fascinated by, I never really thought about this angle until Bob Lazar talked about it on the Joe Rogan experience, is he talked about how a lot of these crafts were um, excavated in, Mm -hmm. like, dug up. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, they were crash sites, apparently, that they, like, archaeologists had been digging and found, like, more than one, because he said there was a few that they had found that way. Like, and, you know, they, and then, uh, you know, now this is coming from a guy, obviously, who, it's, it's his word against everyone else but that's where he said that that like area 50 there's area 51 but then there was also this surrounding like the lesser known p- parts of area 51 like away from area 51 that he um, he says that he worked at this facility that was working on the propelling mechanism within the 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 UFO fig- to figure out how it worked and that's where he came up with, they, they discovered the, that new element mm-hmm. um, that was just recently discovered. He was talking about it in the 80s. So people are going back and listening to his old interviews and think, you know, they're, oh, my God, man, maybe he was telling the truth here. Because it was, the way that I understand it, the way that these things are propelled is is uh, these are anti-gravity motors or whatever it is it uh it has a way of like you know repelling like you said you try to get close to it you can't get close to it when it turns on it it just it comes alive and whatever that thing is is um it it i guess it runs off of this particular uh element that that they discovered it's uh i don't know but it's above my pay grade but it's uh I never even thought about that kind of stuff, you know, because when you watch those Tac videos and stuff like that, there's no, there's no heat coming off of them, there's no uh, exhaust, there, there's nothing. Um, apparently, they change directions on a dime. They're being propelled by something that we don't have, obviously.
0: Yeah, there's. They talk about um, all the different. All the different properties, the the way these UAPs, UFOs act, and um, like I think it's element one fifteen, but I can't remember. I don't know. That, that,
1: that sounds right.
0: So, but like yeah, how they these engines are of, uh, I mean I guess for lack of a better term, um, but they don't have they don't they have exhaust. They don't have like. I guess heat signatures, or maybe they're cloaked heat signatures, something like that. But they don't leave trails, basically. Right. Um, like everything that we have, you know, right. that we use to propel, um, you know, for aside from you know things that are human powered, like right. bicycles, and 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 yeah. and, and you know, wind powered like gliders. But obviously. Yeah. But yeah, these things, you know, the, whatever they are, they have a sophisticated kind of way to propel that is not uh it doesn't it it doesn't act like things on the physics of the, of our planet should work. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and, uh, and
1: a new wrinkle that's been put in lately is the whole underwater thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again uh, you know that I heard it I had heard of that theory a while ago that yeah maybe these things exist and stage themselves under water or something mm-hmm. where else would they be right but now we're seeing the footage in that latest one that you' you know we were talking about before from 2019 I believe
0: yeah the, the USS Omaha incident
1: yeah one, that the, one. That one it goes underwater, and I think I think on the other one, the tic tac one, I think they also the pilots describe the thing moving underwater, and um, that is a new like that makes all the sense in the world to me because we don't go in the ocean. I yeah. mean, we think we go in the ocean, but we don't really go in the ocean. That it's such a large, large, vast. Um, uh, unexplored uh part of our planet that that's yeah. the perfect place to be you know
0: yeah yeah and we don't have the technology to go very, really really down deep no you know and we can't as humans go down deep like that because we can't stand the pressure right you know the wa- the well the water pressure down there and uh you know it's it's uh so <laughs> if you were going to hide somewhere you would want to go to where the people uh, can't get to, it, you know, yeah. you would want to get to where, you know, they're, they're, they can't get to you right? because it's too high or too low right. or unaccessible at some point, you know, yeah. and that, you know, so that adds a lot to the, the, uh, underwater, you know, stations yeah. or whatever, wherever these things are that a lot of them, and that's, you know, I know that's been around for a little while because I remember, you know, hearing about, um, some people had seen UFOs going into the ocean. Um, right. But that's, I mean, again, that was all stories that people saw and witnessed. No, you know, nothing to back anything but their words. But right. now of course we have that, the video, which um, all these leaked or, you know, quote unquote leaked all of these, you know, unclassified or declassified videos. That's where it, everything is stepping up it's a next level because it's not just you or me out with our smartphones right catching something and you're you know because anybody can say oh well you know that was fake obviously because there's a history of faked UFO photographs and films you know some of the you know the most well-known Artifacts of, on film are, are are known to have been faked, right? You know, um, like the like you know, like Loch Ness. The most famous picture of Loch Ness was faked. We right. know that now, right? Um, but yet still, that's what everybody looks at sure. as you know the iconic Loch Ness. You know, but there all of these things that have come out in the past few years. Um, they all come from uh. Basic. They all basically come from the ATip program, Mm -hmm. uh, which was the Advanced Aerospace Threat uh, Identification Program. Right. Um, That was that is the one that um, started in 2007 and ran uh, five years, so 2012. Um, The the leader of that group was a guy named Luis uh, Luis uh, Elizondo. And or Louis Elizondo, he's the one who has. Uh, he was on sixty minutes in that interview. He's been out there. Um, he's been working, I guess, with the uh, the To the Stars uh, To the Stars Academy of Arts right. and Science. You know, um,
1: Tom DeLong's outfit.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, there, there's that um, the the guy who's a former uh, assistant national security. Uh, advisor. I can't remember his name now again. I'm yeah. sorry, everybody. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, you know, so the ATIP was started by Harry Reid. Right. Um, you know, and he's been – Senator uh, Harry Reid has been big time into this, and he's one of the people that wants to know. Right. And uh, Marco Rubio also is one of these congressmen who wants to know. Um yeah. You know, but like, um, well, I mean, it's
1: they should. I mean, yeah. if you're trying to run a country, be a part of a country that is trying to uh offer um shelter to its citizens, uh, at a certain point, you need to know what's going on. But but again, I, it gets muddy, dude. I, I i i question why and how maybe okay. how more than why we're we're, uh, we're gonna do this, but. Uh, but I do, I commend them for doing this at least on the on the from the point of view of us finding out exactly what's out there. I don't know that we'll ever. If <clears throat> what I worry about <coughs> is that, like everything else, it being spun into something that it's not. You know, it, fear mm-hmm. more fear mongering is what I'm worried about. Um, but yeah, but at this point, and that leads to the question: What are these things? You know, and the more I think about it, the more I lean toward, you know, probes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, are they a drone? I don't know. Are they unmanned? I don't know. Obviously, we don't know where they come from. There's theories about, you know, maybe they're a more ad- advanced humankind that is going back in time or somehow jumping through time and, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, but I, I, I hope we find out more about that, but I highly doubt it. We're, we're so far behind the curve. I, I think it's, it's odd that we, we are already posing these things as a threat. And the thing is, is that, like, if, <laughs> if the technology is what it is, we wouldn't be here if they didn't want us to be. Yeah. You know, we would be gone a long time ago. Um, and all
0: of the all of these organizations are you know on the record as um, you know for the purpose of identifying these the threat that is um, you know the imminent or potential from these UFOs or UAPs, whatever you want to call them you know That's what you know the military, the government, Want to, you know the intelligence air, uh, community that's what they're officially there for. That's how they can write off, you know get money for saying you know we th- this is all about you know um, assessing right. threats and right. you know uh, you know but <laughs> and investigating the potential threats. but you know I mean still they're investigating UFOs, yeah, they're investigating uh, what these things are they're they've been doing it for a long time you know that this the ATIP group was uh unpublicized it wasn't un- it was unclassified but it was also unpublicized um so i mean i don't know what groups there obviously there have been i don't think we ever stopped investigating these things no um no. i think you know we we know that it, yeah, officially uh, Project Blue Book stopped, but we know that it carried on, and we know that in the public sector, people have been investigating, yeah. you know, all the ever since, you know, like, you know, with MUFON and groups like that, organizations, big organizations, small organizations, you know, I mean – it's something that's in our public consciousness. It's in our pop culture, you know, everything from, um, first encounters of the third kind, uh, X-Files, ancient aliens, right. You know, Star Wars and Star Trek and Battlestar Galactic, all of everything, you know, it's all these things that have this, you know, this UFO kind of sci-fi alien connection. But, you know, it, some of that seems like you know maybe it's it's there to gauge how we react, you sure know, to, to oh, aliens. Yeah. You know, I and, mean, what and, kind and of
1: yeah? There's no doubt that that's what this has been the last year, two years. Oh, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they roll this thing out at the height of coronavirus. Um, Where, you know, we have no choice but to just go, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Aliens are real. UFOs are real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I just... It's it's interesting how these things work. I'm not saying it was... I don't... Maybe it wasn't designed that way, but it was like, hey, if we're going to drop this bomb on people, why don't we do it now? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense to me, but at the same time, at least it's coming out because, you know, even with my experience and my experience was even like, it was profound, but like it wasn't the, it didn't change my life in that, you know, in my, my whole life revolved around it, but it was one of those things where it was like, I am more curious now than ever to find out if these things are real. And now that we're having proof and people that are actually like sitting in, in, you know, in positions of power saying, dude, we don't know. Like, we don't have any idea, but these things are out there. Um, it's, it's, It's just, it's fascinating. If you told me this as a kid, I would not believe you that we'd be finding out more and that the government would come forward and say that they are admitting that they know these things are around.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I never would have, never would have thought. I mean, you know, again, going back to like the X-Files, you know, where it's all, where it's like, these things were real, you know, and we had contact with them and, um, you know, there was cover up and cover up and cover up and, you know, and there was so much misdirection and, you know, and, and, and I mean, I, I think some of that exists in the, in the real world where there has been misdirection and there has been I mean you can look at roswell and say that right because he, you know and it maybe it may because they handled it so clumsily at first you know with saying oh we this flying disc you know and you, then with oh it's a weather balloon oh oh it's something else and then it's something else right. you know how, how the, the story changes yeah um
1: i think maybe they I think they misunderstood how people would take that. Like, yeah, I, did, I don't think that they thought that people would be that interested. You know, yeah. if you just yeah. say something like that. But the fact of the matter is, is that we are interested. And we've talked about this before. I think it tells us it's going to help fill in some of the gaps to the human story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe... It'll be like when, like, Galileo pointed out that, like, the Earth is not the center of the universe. And maybe put some things into perspective that, like, there's a lot of shit that we don't know. Yeah. And there is a whole entire universe out there that is that is to be just... Dis- I, I, I am so for exploring, like... I know that people are anti, let's just stay on earth and we need, we got to have, you know, things here in, in order before we go. I think that's the wrong way to look at it personally, because I think there's just so much out there to discover, man. I mean, we are, we don't understand anything about this world that we live in. Yeah. Um, And, and these types of things just make it obvious that that's the truth.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like you said, uh, earlier, it's like, why are we being visited? You know, why are these things here? How long have they been here? You know, right. Um, is it because, you know, is it amped up because of what we're doing to our planet? You know, we're yeah. not necessarily taking good care of it. Um, you know, however far you wanted to go into global warming and pollution and all of that, that's your lot right. to, you know, to consider. But we are, you can, you, you, you can. See that we are polluting the planet and we're not taking good care of it. You can look and go yeah. to the uh, at the oceans and see that there's so much trash and plastics floating right. around, and you know, and how much plastics are in the fish, and you know, and mercury yeah. in the fish, and you know, and and pharmaceuticals that are in the fish. You know, um, you can see that. You can look at the air in the you know with the smog in the major metropolitan areas and yeah. the countries that are putting out you know. All of that stuff, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we our galacti- galactic neighbors are here to say, hey, you know, m- m- you know, mow your lawn. Right. You know? yeah, <laughs> there's your a, up, yeah, there's a better,
1: yeah, there's a better way to do this.
0: Yeah. And I hope
1: that's what we get out of it. You know, I really do. I hope that's what we're able to, we're able to get something positive. Maybe, maybe we come together as a human humanity and we stop fucking bombing each other. Yeah. I'm so yeah. tired of it, man. I'm so yeah. tired of it, dude. So tired yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, it's it's for what? Because I believe something different than you do, or I have something that you want. You know, it's it's disgusting, man. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, yeah. We really, if we're as advanced as we think we are as a, as a human race, um, you know, we're really just, we're we're still animals. We really have a long way to go, yeah, um, you know, because we are still lobbing, you know, mm-hmm. weapons at each other from far away or close. Yeah, you know, and and we're getting we just, you know, hopefully, hopefully somebody can help us out because we don't seem to be doing a real good job at, you know, doing yeah. it ourselves. You I, know?
1: Yeah. And, and, and maybe this thing, like if that, for me, it puts things into perspective, but who knows how other people take this kind of stuff, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah.
1: Like I, I'm a pretty like uh half glass full kind of a guy, you know? So I, I see, I try to see, you know, uh, optimism. I, I'm, I'm trying to make that a forefront in my life, but Maybe other people don't see it that way, but um, hopefully we can get there. And stuff like this really does help if you can put your ego aside and look at things the way that they truly are, not the way you want them to be. It can help, I think, maybe put put us in the path of, of, uh, of positivity.
0: Yeah, so, uh, hey, space friends, if you're out there listening to the podcast, uh, if you're on the uh, Weirdsville Planet uh, or wherever you're from, hey, you know, looking forward to meeting you. Maybe, hopefully, yeah. so fingers crossed.
1: S- send you know. Yeah, send it my direction. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe and like. <laughs>
1: on, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna get when the story come out. What are we? Are you gonna? We say we're a it's month away. Be-
0: yeah, it'll be. It's a month away. As of you know today's date uh, for release of this episode is May twenty fifth. Uh, June twenty fifth is the day that uh, Congress or the the day that uh, the Pentagon has to reveal uh, if they haven't already at this point, but reveal everything they know to the the committee, the Cong- congressional committee. Um, you know, because realistically, it's not going to be May twenty fifth. Is you know earth's graduation day you know right, that's not right. going to happen you yeah. know we're not just going to be turning on our tv set and uh you know people are everybody on the planet or you know all every news agency on the planet is going welp, here's the story right. we're not alone we've right. known it for a while that's yeah. not going to happen you know yeah. um but
1: um but it'll you know, be um
0: it's something is, you know, uh, yeah, that's the it, that's that's the progression point of yeah. of where we are. So
1: yeah, that's right. And I'm sure there's going to be lots to uh, to dig through, and yeah. I look forward to doing a a follow up to this episode whenever we get yeah. that information and you know kind of see where we're at, where
0: we're at. Here's a question for you: <clears throat> If they were going to have an announcement made to everybody. On the planet, or at least everybody in our, you know, to us, whoever, on, 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 uh, media. Um, you know, if you had somebody who's going to come on TV and drop the official bomb and says, you know, we here, I'm so and so, and I'm here to tell you, if the, and you, the world, and everybody as an individually and collectively that these things are real. Um, you know, and we have, we don't know, or maybe we do know what they are. Maybe we don't know what they are, but they're real, they're legit and it's official. That's what, so we are not alone. Who, yeah. what person would you want to hear, uh, say that? Wow. Um,
1: my, I go to, I go to two guys. I go, Okay. I go, um, I go Morgan Freeman first. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> Good choice.
1: Good choice. And then I go uh, William Shatner number two. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I had two as well. Okay, and definitely William Shatner okay, was one of them. Okay. So, um, and I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll extend it to to, to three. Okay. William Shatner or um, Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sure.
0: You no, know, he's got the English accent. Yeah, yeah. He's very
1: true. Of course, that. of course.
0: Either one of those two. You know, for, uh, definitely yeah. want to Star That would be great. Sure. Um, I think a great one would be Oprah because yeah, everybody would fucking believe it. That's
1: true. That's true. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, who knows, man. But uh, it it it's so fascinating and. Um, and again, a great time to be alive and a great time for us to have these discussions with one another, you know, and, um, and, and, and hopefully we, we, um, we become a better people for it.
0: dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there.
1: I mean, you can never own enough clothing.
0: Well, it's true, Barry. There's t-shirts for the ladies, because, you know, they're cut differently. There's hoodies, which are really cool. There's two different kinds of hoodies, and there's also tote bags, so you can tote your stuff. That's so cool, man. So if you guys go out to Spreadshirt.com, What's Your Weird Story? Currently, there are two designs, but there will be more going up very soon. So just keep your eyes out for that, and if you decide to get one of their shirts, tag yourself on Instagram to ours, or Facebook. Show your love. Show us what you got. Let's your true colors. Say, so Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? God. Yeah. That's a good question.
1: It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot, or the
0: time that I worked for a Greek painter. <laughs> Were you it model? Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kinda normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe. You're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean. Link, link. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of this. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Yeah, so that's... Um... I guess that's our general thoughts on this subject. We kind of gave you a very, um, you know, very brief overview of, of what's, you know, of the what's been going on, I guess. There's so much more. You yeah, can there's find, a lot out there. There's people who do it better. You know, this is not our format, generally speaking. You know, we, we listen to other people's stories, but, you know, we just felt really, um, we felt kind of important to, to Talk about this with you know with you guys, um, give some our thoughts and stuff because you know I mean we talk about this all the time. Any kind of a new thing that pops up in the news, you know, we got a little group that you know passes around our our information. You know, oh check out this story. Oh, do, you know what? Look at this. Look at that. So. Our little community here of Weirdsville is, you know, this is one of the things that we're interested in, and uh, for sure. And, you know, and so, you know, we wanted to share these, this information, these kind of stories about what's going on in currently, I guess. Um, But, you know, we want you to tell us, you know, tell us your thoughts on this. Um, you know, you can email us um, or you can call in to the hotline. Um, we'll give you those that information here in a bit if you don't know it already by heart. Um, but, yeah, we want to hear you guys' thoughts and girls and people and aliens, everybody. No, you know, you can be whatever you call yourself out there or identify as. We want to hear from you. Uh, Weirdsville is completely uh, all-inclusive. That's right. Um, Anybody and everybody and everything is welcome in Weirdsville. Um, You know, if you've seen something, you know, even if it's a little story, we still want to hear about it. If it's a big thing, you know, if you've met some aliens, um, if you had some encounter, you know of an encounter of someone personally who's had it, we'd love to hear about it. Um, But, you know, obviously, that's not what we limit this to. Any kind of uh, paranormal, quote-unquote, encounter in any kind of outside of the normal kind of any kind of weird situation, whether it's, you know, a head scratcher, like what was that? I don't know. Or, you you know, something bizarre or something funny. You, you know, you had a, a crazy adventure. Um, you know, if you, uh, had some, uh, experiments with, uh, ayahuasca, whatever, you know, we just, we're looking for your stories. We want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. Um, we want to hear from your friends from your family, anybody who's got a great story to tell. Could be that maybe you got a weird job, you know, or you've like last week, you know, weird fun stories from being a band. We love that stuff. That's you right. Know. We would love to talk to some uh, doctors and nurses, you know, maybe they've uh, x-rayed, x-rayed, not x-rayed, although, <laughs> hey. hey, you know, we're willing to hear those stories too. Maybe not the broadcast. <laughs> but, uh, But, uh, you know, that could be a whole other podcast. (laughs) But, yeah, you know, anything, you know, or, you know, you're a mortician, an undertaker, or anything that is just, you know, not the normal, everyday thing. Um, If it's a good story, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it is. If it's a good story, we want to hear it. Absolutely. We just love talking to you guys. We love hearing your stories. And, I mean, you know, we let Weird cover a lot of ground, but... It's whatever. You know, we just, any kind of story that's really cool, you can email us. Uh, you can phone us. You can join us here on the podcast. We love talking to you here on the podcast because that way everybody gets to hear your voice and your story in your own words. And, um, but we understand that some people are mi- microphone shy. Uh, nothing that I've ever been accused of, apparently. But, uh, <laughs> you know, We, uh, we want to hear from you guys. So, so yeah, so come on down weirdsville. Let's, uh, pull up a chair and we'll chat. Thank you. Uh, That pause was so Barry could insert. (laughs) I could take a breath and then I could carry on. You can contact us through our various social media, uh, pages, our, our Facebook page, our, um, Instagram page, uh, which is, you know, where I'm mostly active on, um, as you know I've said that before our Twitter page um, you can email us at uh, what's your weird email at gmail.com or wywspod, pod which is much easier to remember that's yws pod at gmail.com you can you can write out a story and send it there or um, you know and we can have it read on the air because you know our special correspondent uh, resident Bigfoot expert and voice of the listener he's itching to read some of your stories you know mr jeff hubbard so uh we'd love to have him back on to 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 read your stories but uh you can also like i said call the hotline that's 513-909-9821 513-909-9821 it's a free uh number you can call you can leave a message. I believe you can leave a message up to three minutes. You can call it as many times as you want and leave as many messages. If, you know, if you want to tell your story that way over the, you know, just by recording it and sending it in, um, if you want to, you know, record your own story verbally and then email that to us, we'll figure out a way. to Contact us through one of our, you know, uh, one of the many ways you can contact us as I just described. Again, we just want to talk to you guys. We want to hear your stories. That's what keeps this show going. That's the whole premise of the show. Um, And, you know, uh, it's just, it's what we love.
1: Absolutely. Get at us. Let's
0: talk. All right. Well, um, I guess we can uh, wrap this up in a bow um, and uh, let everybody go for next week. Um, Join us again next week. We will have more good stuff for you, as always. Uh, thanks for listening. You guys are the best. We love you all. Weirdsville. And um, if you're new to the program, uh, go back and listen to uh, all of our entire catalog on uh, what's your weird dot com, our, our, our uh, official website. It's got every single episode we've ever done because I know that Spotify doesn't carry all of our episodes and um i think i'm not sure if itunes carries all of it but most of the places that uh have you know that you can listen to wherever you're listening to us on now that that they'll they will likely have all of our stuff but that's where you can definitely find all of our stories all of our podcast episodes there um so yeah so thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time be safe